Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast. This week's quickie is all about relationships. And as many of you know, I do look after couples and individuals, entrepreneurs, and all sorts of beautiful souls. And I, what I love most about coaching, mentoring, and being a part of people's journeys is also giving them tools and skills to support themselves through the challenges. And so today I wanted to talk about how do we get through things like an argument or a fight or maybe even regrettable incidences, things that have occurred that we felt bad about or that we haven't been able to practice or master or get through. And so I think the key to remembering whenever you have an argument, a fallout or a fight with someone, the goal is always greater understanding. And if you can address the process and how this issue came about without getting back into a fight or an argument, then the key to all things is that we remain calm. The other thing that we can assume is that each of us have different realities. Perception is everything. And so you cannot just focus on what someone thinks, feels, or says. It is their reality of what was said, heard, or seen. Now, what's interesting is one of the key things to remember as you go through this is you're going to need both parties wanting to heal and repair. <laughs> Doesn't work maybe if just one does, although leading by example can certainly support you to help them see clarity for healing after an argument or fight. Now, I think one of the first things to acknowledge is our feelings. It's really important that you share how you felt. Maybe it's important that you guys set timers so that you don't interrupt the other person. Allow that person to speak. And here's a real cue. As the listener, you got to listen. You can't sit there waiting to say what you want to say or thinking about what you're going to say. To truly hear someone, we need to really listen to what they're saying. And even better, after that person has expressed themselves, you could say, so what I heard you say was this, is that right? Then the second person takes their turn and you cannot comment on what the other person said or felt. This is just their reality. There's no attachment, no decision making, no desire to make the other person right or wrong. The second thing to do is to really describe your reality. So take turns, again, summarize and validate at least part of your partner's reality or the person that you've been in conflict with. To acknowledge that is acknowledging that they too have had feelings in this situation. The other thing is to look at what activated you or triggered you in the first place. Maybe even share what experiences or memories you've had that might have escalated during this interaction. Maybe tell your story of why these things are such activators or triggers for you. And by doing so, you're actually showing the other person a part of your world and they're showing you theirs. You have no idea what someone else has experienced or been through, even someone you think you know really well. You have not walked in their shoes, therefore you cannot ever say you totally get where they're coming from. This is an opportunity for you to hear the inside, the insights into their reality and what they think is their world. And when you can understand what triggers them, it might even help you to understand how to avoid that in the future. 
Of course, number four is we must take responsibility. No matter what, you got to step above the line, take accountability, responsibility, and ownership for your part in this conflict. Whatever it is that you did that was regrettable or this fight or this argument, you got to take responsibility. You cannot have a fight without one of you, both of you, all of you being a part of that. So take responsibility, accountability, and ownership for your role or your part that you played in this. And one of the best ways in doing so is to then have constructive plans or foresights moving forward. What is it that you guys can do to make next time either avoidable or better? What are some things you can put in place to stop being so activated or triggered in the first place? What are some things you could take responsibility for in order to honor the other person's thoughts, feelings, or emotions? Now, this all might sound very simple and easy, but as you work through those five steps, you may find that having regrettable incidences, arguments, fights, or clashes or conflict can certainly be resolved and healed and more importantly, avoided as we move forward. I think some of the most important things when you're sharing your feelings is about how you felt. I felt not you made me feel or you did this to me. I felt, I guess, not listened to or angry. I felt unloved. I felt unappreciated. I felt really lonely and ashamed. I felt guilty. I felt exhausted. I felt foolish. I felt shocked, powerless, stubborn. Whatever it is that you felt in this conflict, it's important that you're allowed to voice them out loud. And remember, as the person voices that, it's their reality. It may not be yours. Also remember that sometimes as your feelings and your realities are explained, you can always check in if the other person, they don't have to agree with you, but hopefully they can understand that your reality is your reality and it's not their reality. So again, expressing that with a sense of, well, this is how I felt and this is what it meant to me and this is how I took it is a way more healthier way than always blaming or being in denial or actually getting aggressive about the other person. Now, as you think about your triggers, one of the things that to really acknowledge and, and really express here is that, you know, when I felt, um, I feel judged. I felt judged today, and you know that I'm sensitive to that. And you can explain even growing up. Maybe you always felt judged. Maybe you never felt good enough. Maybe that particular comment that that person made took you back to your childhood and activated those feelings rather than actually what they did or said in this particular conflict or fight. It's really important that that makes sense to the person that you're talking to. It might not be their reality. It might not be how they felt, but certainly when they hear you express that, they can honor and validate your feelings. And when we take responsibility, what's really important is how you show what got you to that point of conflict in the first place. Maybe you've been really stressed and irritable lately. Maybe you've been overly sensitive. Maybe you're exhausted. Maybe you've been really feeling like you've got a chip on your shoulder. Maybe it's that you're just not making good time to actually make yourself be heard. Maybe you've not been a very good listener. Maybe you've been needing to be alone. Maybe you're sick and tired of taking care of everything and everyone. You are totally allowed to express and take responsibility for why you think you've behaved that that way in the first place. 
Now, you can also, this is the part where I really acknowledge and honor you for saying sorry. You can be sorry for the situation. You can be sorry for the part that you played. You can be sorry that you misunderstood someone. You're sorry that you overreacted. Sorry that you were defensive or so negative. Sorry that you were unreasonable. Saying sorry is actually one of the most important things you can do in healing conflict. And you don't, as I say, have to be sorry sometimes for what you've done or said, but you can be sorry for the situation. So remember how important that apology really is and make sure your partner hears that you had that apology or the person that you've been in conflict with. Now, one of the best things is to put in those constructive plans moving forward. What do you need to be able to put this behind you and move on? You can be as agreeable as possible to those person's plans that are suggested by them. You can be absolutely aware of listening to what it is that they need. But really, also ask yourself later, what do I need to be able to put this behind me and move on? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, when we hold on to anger or frustration or hurt or pains, sometimes they say it's like wanting to poison the other person, but in fact, you're the one that swallowed the poison. So be really mindful of your feelings. Make sure you step above that line, being accountable, responsible, take ownership, really hear and validate the other person's feelings, and make sure that you take the time to have this debrief conversation. So in summary, when you think about it, the aftermath of conflict, a fight, an argument, or something that's regrettable, talk about these five steps. And this is taken from a number of beautiful teachers and trainings I've had throughout my life, in particular, John Gottman. Now, I love his work. And he says he wrote the book, Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. So yes, while this could be adapted to marriages and partnerships, we can also look at these beautiful principles for when we're in conflict or having arguments with others. So he says the first, the five steps to work through are these. The first one is feelings, honor your feelings. The second one, describe your realities. The third one, what were the triggers or activators that made you react or respond the way you did? The fourth is take responsibility and own your role and the contribution to this breakdown. And number five, create constructive plans moving forward. What could be done better next time? As I say, this is not about avoiding conflict arguments or fights altogether. This is about being a really good repairer of any of these situations should they occur. I really hope you've enjoyed this week's self-love quickie, and I hope that you become a better fighter or arguer, or better than that, a better healer from these moments of conflict and also arguments or fights. Take care, guys. Really look after yourself and make sure you tune in each week right here to the Self Love Podcast. You can head on over to my Instagram page, Kim Morrison 28, Facebook page, Kim Morrison Training, or you can head on over to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash self love podcast. You can also head on over to 28.com, the word 20, the number 8.com, where you can look under our events in, in particular, our self-care weekend, the essential self-care weekend is coming up in August and October this year. And we do go through many beautiful opportunities of healing conflicts. And we look into what it is for you to be a better version of yourself by taking accountability, responsibility, and ownership. 
Also want to acknowledge if you'd like to know more information about what I offer, you can head on over to kimmorrison.com. That's kimmorrison.com. Take care, everybody, and have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family and head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.